Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Taste of Dragons, the Toddcast, video game podcast that all you skull-faced people listen to. <laughs> My name is Brian. My name is Troy. Amanda. And I'm Joe. Uh, who's not a skull face person? I don't know, especially not in this one game I'm playing. I mean, does <laughs> skull face just mean you have a skull like inside your face? Because I have one of those. It's tr- you know, we all, well, hopefully we all have one of those. <laughs> Ditto? Ditto doesn't have a skull, right? He's all oh, the goo. Pokemon That's Ditto? Yeah. yeah. He's all gooey. I mean, Skeletor's just a skull. Yeah, ghosts don't have it, skulls. Oh, all right. I'm, yeah, I'm, all right. So I guess everyone but Ditto is listening to this <laughs> <Yeah>. And ghosts? <laughs> Uh, but a skeletal, uh, like ghost, ghosts can have bones, right? But they're like no. ghostly bones. Like you can put your hand through them. No. Why not? I don't they know get clothes. Why <laughs> 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 can't they get their bones? That's not how that works, Troy. Oh man. All right. Got our ghost scientists on here. What's Luigi doing? Does he know? Where's Egad, right? It's Egad. Yeah. Egad knows a thing or two about this. They definitely don't have skulls. He never researched ghost bones. I, never I, mind. Don't want to know about yeah. that. Don't want to think about <laughs> yeah. that. Don't want to know what Professor Egad is doing in that basement. Egad. Egad. Yeah. <laughs> Mario. No. I mean, he came Mario? up. Mario. <laughs> came up with Gooigi. I don't want to know what else he's come up with. And that's Egad who came up with that? I don't know. Yeah. That's correct. Oh. I just guessed that. I wasn't sure. That's completely correct. All right. He's like low key a Nintendo villain, isn't he? I think he spilt things. Is that that's how he made Gooigi, isn't it? Didn't uh, he like trip and spill one thing into another thing? No, he says that he did it on purpose when he's explaining it to Luigi. But he, mm. it probably is something later on that you find <laughs> out because a lot of Gigad stuff that he's made is based on accident. He seems yeah. like a bumbler. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's, he's just ever so slightly less a bumbler than Luigi himself. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, I do not want to live in that hotel. <laughs> no one should. Oh man, they're the ones that are saving the day somehow. <laughs> I don't even want them to save the day. I just, I just want to take it out here. I want to give my bad Yelp review and be on my way. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, let's get into it. Um, let's. Uh, I guess let's start with what we've been playing this week. Do, 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 do. What, what are, are you playing? playing? Nice. That was a good one. Uh, Joe, let's start with you. I I started playing the beta for Neo 2 today. Ooh. Uh, and it's amazing. Like, amazing, amazing. It's so amazing that I, I don't even know where to begin, but yokai are like one of my favorite things ever. So you get to build your person. I never actually build the person in games, but I totally built the chick in this game because <laughs> it could be a chick and they gave you so many hairstyles. You could change how her eyebrows were. You could change how the depth of her eyes were. You could change her age. <laughs> I made her middle-aged. <laughs> She's still awesome. There's not <laughs> enough middle-aged women in gaming. No. However, you could also change her boobs and I also did that too. Well, there is enough of that in <laughs> yeah, gaming. Yeah. That was like a normal thing. I was like, Brian, Brian, come here. Check so- out. What is a Neo 2? Uh, Neo, the first game came out. It's a game where you are a a Englishman who is kind of... Really? Yeah, you're an Englishman on a boat and you get uh, sort of... It's not... It, it's very layman's version of saying mm-hmm. it. You get shipwrecked in Japan and then you meet a whole bunch of people who want to use your skills as a, as a knight, essentially. Mm-hmm. And you are all around all these feudal samurais and you are all around feudal Japanese ghosts as well, which are yokai. Uh, yokai are kind of like fairies almost like mm-hmm. a, if you believe in them like they're real evil fairies oh, or some like of them are 
Some Ooh. of them are evil. Some of them are good. If you Ooh. believe in them, though, they're real. And the moment you stop believing in yokai, they don't. They're not real anymore. They start to disappear. Tinkerbell. Yeah, I was yes. gonna say it's it, that, That's <laughs> what I was trying to say. Like they're kind of like fairies. Clap like, your to hands. Us. It, yeah. Clap your swords. But uh, <laughs> you live in this world where yokai attach themselves to people, and yokai, like Gross. a lot of Japanese stories, are have to do with when you do something bad, it's because a bad yokai is near you, and it's in your ear, essentially oh. telling you to do something oh, bad. Hell it's demons, yeah. and like 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 the little demon on your shoulder or the little angel on your shoulder. Some I yokai am are awesome. All about not my fault. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, hey. And, I didn't want to steal that sandwich. It was the yokai on my shoulder. It's, it's a thing. These things happen. He's so, a sandwich yeah. yokai. I couldn't do anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the first game he plays this guy, and he has the ability to see other people's yokai because he has one himself. Cool. And oh. uh, when you when you can see another person is is like in, in, has the power of a yokai with them, some of them are like ancient spirits that are just amazing, and they're like they're imbuing that person with power. It's unbelievable, and they that's why they win. That's why they keep like doing all these things, and then. He also meets some of the bad guys in the game, and the bad guys are like, they've got they've got yokai that are like real bad. <laughs> like, there's a succubus lady. Damn, I didn't. I I played this game for like a year and stopped. Play, I stopped playing this game for like a year because I couldn't beat her, and it was early, Whoa. early in the game. I yeah, like it's it it's a really brutal game, and it's because I don't block. I don't. I, I've so I've I since that. learned how to block. Therefore, I can play the game. So it's got a pretty cool, interesting premise, and it oh, is a awesome. fighting action game yes. pairing. You uh, have to learn how to use difficult. Everything. It's got a whole armor system. It's got a whole like it's it's like Destiny. Like, okay, you, know, you have all these different things you can add to your armor to make it so that. But everything you add makes you way way more, so you move okay. slower. Uh, all, all your power ups are kind of like a skill tree based, and it is action adventure. Everything cool. is, is is it kind of like cool. a Dark Souls? Yes, it's okay. uh, yeah. Sorry, it, that's what everybody was comparing it to. Right, it right. Out. So, um, what are you finding in Neo Two that's like different or so interesting? To, to begin you? with, the it seems like it just kind of gives you the game. Like it's not the whole game. I'm assuming because I haven't no. really moved past one level yeah. just because <laughs> it's so it's beautiful. Nice. Like and, and the game. That's the other thing. Uh, Neo One was a gorgeous looking game. Like all the cool ornate stuff they built in the game, it, it's just gorgeous, and it moved well. The, mo- the game moved very, very well. It was just hard. This game, no different. The cool thing that you start off with though is that you can choose a male or a female character, and I thought it was really cool that you could change anything. You could even give her facial hair. It gives you all of the options, the male and female options at the same time. So if you wanted her to look different, you could. If you wanted him to look different, you could. Um, some of the hairstyles they give you are awesome. Clearly, a lot of that stuff has got to be locked at the beginning of the game because mm-hmm. uh, just like in the first one. You ended up unlocking tons of armor and really cool looking stuff. And you didn't get any of that stuff to the end of the game. <laughs> it just doesn't work that way. They don't give you all those options, but they did now. And it's awesome. And you said this is a beta? Yeah. Ooh. It's uh, only live, I think, till the 10th, I believe. Yeah. It's... So I only had today to play it, basically. And, and that is what I did with most of my afternoon and evening. It was great. So I've, I've met a couple of new yokai that are not in the other game that are way harder and weird looking. Um, and I think it's just the, the level cap's odd because you start at zero, basically, mm. one. And then you have to slowly build yourself up. And I have forgotten what it was like to be uh, level one in this game. <laughs> it seems like the Neo games are made for a specific type of person. And that specific type of person is you, Joe. It's and possible. I'm very happy about that. I love yokai. So yes, yeah. it's, it's made for me. They put yokai in anything and I'll play that game. It's fair. Do they have a perspective when that's supposed to come out for realsies? I think it's May next year or March wow. next year. No, that's cyberpunk yeah. time. That's Animal Crossing time. It's, oh yeah, no. Oh, it's, it's, no. it's that's, I, I actually want to say it's in, it's in May or March. And I think it's March because I think it's close to no, Final Fantasy. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. I, because I think we had this conversation. Push that back to July. There's no hard date as far as I know. But uh, Uh, March March 13th. Get out of here. That's the same weekend. I was super upset because I'm gonna. He's gonna be playing on the PlayStation. Final Fantasy is March 10th, or Animal Crossing is March 10th. 
Oh, Animal, no. Cross, Animal Crossing's March 20th. Yeah, got, Animal Crossing was oh, after. Hey, I was easy. Not gonna you got seven that. days to beat Neo 2. It's not gonna I happen. mean, it's a quick game. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Give it the old oh. college try. Whatever. There's, I, yeah. You know what? I'll probably get mad at it at some point and just stop playing for a year. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Final Fantasy is March 3rd. Yes. So. I can't That's, think of a more different dynamic, like uh, a difference to go back and forth between Neo 2 and Animal Crossing. Like a palate cleanser. <laughs> That's what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> like, I don't. I don't want to be slashing these fools anymore. Let me go. I don't know. Uh, pick some pomegranates. Yep, I'm gonna go send my friends some letters. There I you go. I hope I get pomegranates. Oh my gosh, I just that would be amazing. That would be cool. <laughs> that would be amazing. I'm yeah. with you on this. Yeah. Yeah. Why are we talking about pomegranates? Why is this not a pomegranate podcast? <laughs> what are because we doing? It's too much alliteration. Consonant? Po- pomegranate podcast. Pomegranate podcast. And then our initials are PP. We can't, Ooh, we can't oh, do that. No, We're a, a higher brow than that. Way higher than us. Yes. Not too uh, highbrow to mention it, but no. highbrow. <laughs> I claim none of that. I don't think I'm highbrow enough for that. We don't make D comments anymore, except for that one that I just did, but <laughs> not anymore. Not okay. anymore. Lewis is gone. Yep. <laughs> So, uh, all right, cool. Well, thank you. Yeah, it was great. Nice. Nice uh, nice game there, Joe. Uh, how about you, Amanda? What did you play? I played an old game. I don't really know what inspired this, but I opened up Neverwinter again. Um, if you're not familiar with Neverwinter, it's an MMORPG based on Forgotten Realms. If you don't know what Forgotten Realms is, it's a world based uh, in the game Dungeons and Dragons. I think a lot of it was written by R.A. Salator, yes. uh, who did like the, oh, I'm not going to remember the name of the books, but he does the Dritz Orden uh, stories, mm-hmm. uh, which is a drow, which if you don't know what that is, is a dark elf. Uh, so it's <laughs> the only good dark elf. You could, like, they're all good. <laughs> you could go down that train so hard. I, I yeah. totally elf, which, if you don't know, is a dark elf, which you don't know, was originally a regular elf, but which you don't know, but elf is. <laughs> they live underground now. Uh, I uh, could go really deep. Um, are they mole people? Uh, no, I, I could <laughs> oh. talk about drow Look, at nauseum, but. Okay. Teaser, okay, we're, we're going to get to complicated lore later in the podcast. <laughs> That's true. Tea, so, you know, we'll, we'll, we're going to brace you for it. We'll That's brace right. you for some of this. But uh, the. Stepping back to the beginning, I jumped back into the MMORPG, which came out uh, s- several years ago at this point, but it's still uh, lots of fun. It's free to play, um, um, but it just came out with a new expansion. I was going to jump into the new expansion, but I decided, like like the smart person that I am, to start over. Why wouldn't you just start over? Um, so I'm kind of enjoying the the early level stuff. Um, it's really interesting because it gets it gets like iconic car- characters from the stories that I mentioned. So if you read the books, you can see some of the people from the books. Oh, or nice. If you played D&D and you played a default setting, some of the peoples that you encountered, peoples, people that you encountered <laughs> in your play may be in the game, which mm-hmm. is fun. And the set pieces are all actual places that you've heard of. So it's nice to like go to a place that you're kind of familiar with and then mm-hmm. see what they did with it. You can go to the Underdark and see Drow, That's awesome. uh, the Dark Elves, or you can uh-huh. go to the Undermountain and see um, Mind Flayers, or you can go to... Um, a, a myriad of other places um and that's really fun and like i said they got a new expansion which is uh gith which i've never heard of before <laughs> versus mind flayers which are terrifying yeah so um i'm really looking forward to seeing what they do with that so um, you, so you can see a lot of different places in there can you see the uh the the dice being thrown on the field <laughs> <laughs> actually yes they oh, have yeah? a, they have a and d inspired event every year where your player uh gets sucked into a magical orb mm-hmm. and then you appear on on a D&D board and you play Dungeons and Dragons and all the other players that you, you're a person so uh-huh. you like move but all the NPCs are just cardboard cutouts of people <laughs> and like you can see it's, it's like it's very meta yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. very very funny that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> and you um, I think your prize for finishing it is an energy drink <laughs> 
Um, but the game's fun. It's a little old, so some of the mechanics are like back when they came out, they were great, but now they're just kind of dated. Like the menus is a lot. There's oh, a lot yeah, of yeah. options. Uh, the the um, PvP is kind of old, and then the the communication um, functionality is like man. yeah, the chat. But, yeah, yeah. Oh, like the idea of a chat in a PlayStation <laughs> game is like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, but it's free, so I can easily shove all of that aside and just really enjoy it. I can mm-hmm. spend hours and hours just running around uh, doing fetch quests and yeah. be perfectly happy. Nice. Yeah. Uh, hours and hours of fun for free is, is always awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. And you generally don't have to pay, spend any money. It's not like that fake free. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not faux free. It's free free. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. Well, a uh, good game there. Uh, Troy, you have a, a little snippet of a game before we get into our deep dive. Yeah, before we go deep, deep into, into death. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wrapped up A Plague Tale Innocence, which we talked about last week. And I wanted to, to talk a little bit about it because last week I was like, oh, this game world is horrible to be in. I, I, I actively don't like being in it. And that is a credit to the creators mm-hmm. that it should feel that way. Well, I found the beauty. Ooh. And the beauty was inside (laughs) all along. Uh, No, I really actually fell in love with that game as it continued to uh, progress. Uh, They do a lot of fun things with uh, time where you kind of fast forward a couple days. You kind of fast forward maybe a month or so. So they took time to really develop these characters where bad things can happen and it it doesn't immediately get resolved. Not like most games or movies where like everything happens in two days. (laughs) It's like, oh no, this is taking some time. And I appreciated that. Maybe bond with the characters more. Um, so yeah, I really found the beauty as I got towards the end, the relationship between her and her brother and the world. And it reminded me, or it it drew a similarity to what I think that game actually is for me. And it's God of War. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, That game is God of War in disguise, except instead of being Kratos, the amazing, super powerful God of War, you are a 15 year old girl with a slingshot. (laughs) (laughs) And that by itself is fascinating Mm -hmm. but the way that you care for each other the way you're kind of on this solemn quest uh there's supernatural elements that are monumental um but in at its root it is just about this relationship between two people that are related to each other Hmm. and it wraps up in such a beautiful poignant way that i i cannot recommend it enough for people that want a nice story driven um type game uh stealth based game and whatnot uh i had it on the the lights were off and I uh, was was in a really intense moment, rats and things gnarling at you. <laughs> and while I was playing this game at like two o'clock in the morning, there was a huge crash, right? So I was like, oh, <laughs> looked over and I was like, what's going on? All right. Uh-huh. Took off the headphones and I like I had to do that, like search through the house <laughs> one light at a time. This looks fine. This looks fine. This looks fine. I found nothing. <laughs> the doors were locked. So like I'm good. Uh-huh. And then I, I, I put my headphones on and. I'm just going to believe that it was something in the game I heard. Did you you check the attic? Ah! Ah! Maybe Uh, maybe it was your neighbors. ah! Just went through the door. Just went through the walls. You just heard it. I'm a rat. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But hats off to the game. It got me into a place where I couldn't tell what was real and what wasn't anymore. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and yeah, so Asobo Games made that. uh, um, And uh, 30 bucks. Easy. Nice. How long did it take you to beat? Hard to say. Um, yeah. um, I, it was probably more than 10 hours. I, okay. I don't know exactly how long, oh, to okay. be honest, but yeah. uh, a week of casual game gameplay. Yeah, that's <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's a, it's a good amount of time. Yeah. 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 Cool. 
cool. And now we're going to get into, I wouldn't say deep dive because we really haven't played that many hours, <laughs> but uh, our dive into uh, Death Stranding. Ooh. Our new release. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we... Uh, we actually postponed recording this on our normal time so that way we could play this game <laughs> and yeah. actually talk about it a little bit. Because otherwise, a hot take. That's right. This podcast would have come out two days or three days after the game came out, and we wouldn't have been talking about it. No, nope. we can't let that happen. <laughs> no, this game that we've been like, you know, wondering about for three years now, yeah. not knowing anything, you know, what, what it's going to be. We didn't want to leave our audience. Stranded. Stranded. Oh my uh, goodness, Mandy, uh, you won the podcast today. I'm Brian today. <laughs> <laughs> you need to drink coffee more often before coming here. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, I've played, I think I've played maybe about six hours of it, six or seven hours. Um, I did appreciate how, so, you know, they've released trailers of this game beforehand, and the one that most people know about is the they announced trailer one at E3 mm-hmm. where it's him just on a beach and then there's just naked these, yeah. uh, naked with a baby crying and then there's crying <laughs> and then not there and then there's people floating and it's just like death stranding it's like what uh <laughs> they literally just put that in the game yeah as as like maybe like an hour or two into the game like you're like like the opening there announcement of the game here it is and as it was going I was like oh they actually literally just the exact same thing. They didn't even. They didn't touch nope. it. They didn't do anything. They here just it went, is. Here to go. <laughs> so that's been one of the things I've been kind of happy about mm-hmm. is I watched the first couple of trailers to get enticed because I well first of all I was impressed by the story. This is you know um, Hideo Kojima, formerly from Metal Gear Solid, his his big franchise, yeah. and after he was working with the company that made Metal Gear Solid, Konami. They let him go. There was a departure that was not clean or nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was is his chance to make a game without being held back by any big corporations or publishers. This is Sony pretty much. Oh, no. Is it? No. Uh, Sony, uh, Sony did uh, help fund it okay. because okay. It's, um, it was exclusive to them. Gotcha. Uh, even though it's going to come. I think it's going to come to the PC eventually. Okay. But right. I think but Sony did give them funding in order but, to do yeah, this. Yeah. They looked at Kojima and said. Do whatever you want, bro. Yeah. And Kojima's <laughs> like, yes, finally. And he did not hold back. No. <laughs> it, it, it was weird for me because before this came out, I was thinking to myself, oh, man, is it? does this mean it's going to be better or worse because Kojima doesn't have somebody like holding him back? <laughs> like, I don't know. Right. I don't know. Who like, knows? Who knows? And again, I'm only six hours in, so I still don't know. And, and so the trailers kind of had me intrigued because I didn't know mm-hmm. what it was going to be like. And they got me enough that I was like, I'm good. I don't want to see anything else. But what I've been pleasantly surprised with, like you said, Brian, is that I've seen everything in the trailers pretty much already. And yeah. I, I'm only in the beginning of it, yep. which I love when games do that. If I'm going to see a trailer and there's something cool about it. I like that it's not somewhere towards the end of the game because then I'll yeah. spend the whole game waiting for that to happen or not knowing like or knowing that my character is going to be fine because that scene in the trailer didn't pop up yet. Yeah. Um, but because they kind of front loaded the game with the things I've already seen, I feel now I'm just blank. I'm and the truly end blank. Can be crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. The, the if ending... it's anything like the beginning, it will be. Yeah. <laughs> how do we even break this down? Like, how do we even explain what this game is? It's It's been a question mark for years now. And now the question I feel like is mostly answered for me is basically what like what you're doing in the game. Correct. But even then, I, 
I don't know if this is going to continue on through the rest of the game. Maybe this is just the very beginning, like how it is in like a lot of uh, RPGs where it's like, all right, cool. Just deliver some flowers. And then by the end, you're killing a guy. <laughs> like, like who knows, you know, exactly where we're going with this. Well, then all we can talk about is the now. <laughs> That's right. We can only you talk know? about the now. Uh, the bridge babies are pretty interesting. I do like how the name came about because you're working for a company called Bridges. Yeah, or or it's just what well, that's what it's called is mm-hmm. bridges. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, the, the game is is heavily loaded with cutscenes. Yes. Um, yeah. Coming into it from the beginning, you're mostly just watching like two movies in a row, mm-hmm. uh, and and you get to control the character a couple times. I'm ready for this. I'm a big fan of all that. I'm not saying it's great. I'm just saying that yeah. I'm good. I like it. Um, but once you get into the game and you start putting the world together, you start realizing for me that this is an incredibly unique take on a post-apocalyptic world. Yes. I've seen a post-apocalypse many times. It's usually rags or robots or something. Uh, he's gone out of his way to make something that's not totally desolate, yet totally desolate. Yeah. But in a very unique way that um, is keeping me on the edge of my toes. Mm-hmm. But um, because of this occurrence where people have kind of come in touch with the world beyond death. Mm-hmm. And those worlds have kind of melded together and destroyed a lot of things. Um, you are a a pretty much a postman who's being charged by the president, <laughs> <laughs> not the president of the USA, United States of America, but the president of the UCA, United Cities of America, because we don't have states anymore in this, <laughs> nope. in this world. And pretty much they're all offline, and you're like a postman slash like modem delivery service. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're going to connect all of these cities together so that they can be united. Um, and on the way, maybe you find some drugs, some medicine people need, <laughs> the good, that kind of drugs. Okay, Mandy, I don't know what you're into. I mean, I'm not, not, not judging you. You do what you got to do. You know, pass the day. The days are long. I don't know. Whatever party favors and drugs you want to get. Oh, anyway. Um, the uh, but along the way you'll pick up maybe materials, plants, things that people need, and then you can put them on your back and then take them to the next cities or wherever they need to be delivered. Yes, they have a lot of mechanics involved in that though. Oh yeah, like if you're piled too high, you'll go off weight and you'll they, you'll tilt. And what do you mean by piled too high for the if, people who haven't yeah. seen visuals? So the game when you are packing the things and you you have uh, the drugs, Mandy, and um, <laughs> I don't know why this is about the, me all of a sudden. <laughs> different metals and the packages you have to place them on yourself somewhere maybe they're attached to the arm maybe you're holding them but you also have a backpack that you can stack them strategically so um kind of tetris style (laughs) so you can get them as high as possible or as much as possible without being overweight Unlike, or over a cumbered. Unlike MMORPGs where you could put a table, two horses, and... <laughs> right, in your pocket. Yeah, in your pocket. Every <laughs> herb in the world. Yeah. You have to... Everything you pick up, it has a physical place on right. you. Right, and yeah. it's it's on you, and mostly on your back. And because of that, if you're going down terrain, you're traversing through the outdoors. So there's rocks and rivers and mm-hmm. all types of stuff. You may lean a little bit to the right, and then you have to press a shoulder button to like move yourself to the right, uh, move yourself to the left. Mm-hmm. Um, and... If you're like me, you forget and fall. <laughs> and when you fall, you damage all of your supplies. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and you feel real dumb because you <laughs> fell. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I think that this is uh, this is momentum the game. Yeah. <laughs> like, is even when you're going downhill, even if you just slightly tilt it forward, if you have too much weight, you're going to start stumbling yeah. forward. And then you have to physically, like, you have, to, you have your R2 and L2 buttons, which are your shoulders. Uh, and then... But if you hit them, you have to hit them both at the same time in order to grab your straps and then you have to like stop yourself from going. It's like, wow, this is 
It's just momentum to simulate. And, and it, you do kind of feel it. Oh, yeah. Like you have this backpack with so much weight piled on top of it that when you're you're actually pressing buttons individually for your hands to hold onto the straps, you mm-hmm. are. I'm holding them tight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't need to be holding them tight, but I'm holding that controller tight. Yeah. <laughs> have you gotten to the part where you can start liking ladders yet? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've so gotten there. I think this is the strand part. When, when Kojima was talking about this being a strand game and mm. it being its own genre, I think what he means is this aspect of the game. Uh, uh, yes, I believe it's like the, I, I believe it is like that because you got because you saw like on Dark Souls where you can put down little markers in order to help people out, right? Like and that's uh, what this watch is. out this uh, 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 in the next corner is going to be a, a dragon Correct. zombie. Yeah. So when you get there and then someone else says there's a dragon zombie, you can prepare before just walking into it. Yeah. Or you can also um, you know uh, raz some people. You can be like, hey, there's a treasure <laughs> chest on the right hand side, and then there's there's nothing there. You're just fell. It's <laughs> <laughs> real messed up. Oh yeah. Uh, but you can you can do these types of things in this so you can actually as soon as you unlock a node or whatever you can actually see everybody else's stuff they have put down or not everybody but a a select group of people you can see their stuff that they put down so you can use other people's ladders and then you can like them for it (laughs) and you you need ladders to to traverse difficult terrains you can go up a hill or you can cross some water and then you may not have a ladder but someone who came before you may have left their ladder and then you can like it or it's yeah. so it's so cool because the first time you go through an, an area, you put down your own ladders and it's tough. And then once you get to the place, your destination, you unload your 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 cargo. You're like, oh, that was great. And you get more cargo to go right back where you came from. And you're like, I don't want to have to go through all that again. But now that you've reached that area, it unlocks, like you said, all of everyone else's. Your ladders, Brian, mm-hmm. and, and you know your ladders, Mandy, or your ropes. <gasps> So that when I go back, I just see all these ladders and ropes and I'm like, oh, I can do this. Mm-hmm. And when you get close to them, you can like them. And the w- likes transfer into experience in this game. So the more likes you get, the more experience. It's this really great commentary on just social media like culture. <laughs> of, and they even go deep into the fiction of it of like you actually get self-worth from likes. It releases uh, you know, different endorphins and you actually feel more experienced. And so... You, or you feel better that, when uh, you get them. That's the part I'm looking forward to the most is I think that's what I really enjoyed about watching the Metal Gear series is I didn't play it, but Troy played it, but mm-hmm. the undertones of uh, nuclear deterrence that he had throughout the, the entire duration of the story that like was so difficult to follow. It was really interesting. So when he said he was coming out with a new game, I was like, what high concept, really difficult <laughs> social change issue is he going to highlight? And I like the likes and I like the isolation between people and it. The, the tone is interesting. Mm-hmm. And for the, for, for the most part, I understand what's going on. Yeah. Which I didn't expect to. <laughs> there's still mysteries. I but still think it's way too early. I, I, I still think there's going to be some I weird I understand stuff what bridge babies are for. Yeah. I understand how they're made. Mm-hmm. I understand why they're, they're needed. I, I understand uh, what, what the stranding is or what the, the apocalypse was and why it's important. Mm-hmm. There's still a lot of mystery. Um, but... I'm going to counter that with you've been told that all by people. Oh, come on, man. Why you got a time fall rain on my parade? I'm just telling you. I'm just saying. (laughs) Time fall rain. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. I mean, you've only been told. You've been told most of this from people. No, they're my friends. They're not just people. Some of those people. I liked them. Some of those people are holograms. That's all I'm saying. No, they liked me. Some of them start as holograms. They don't tell you they're holograms until you try to jump at them. Oh. Guys, I was having a really positive experience. Because <laughs> that's what I was thinking as well. I was like, oh, wow, I understand a lot of this. Wait a minute. 
this what's, is what's what's going on here? What's really what's going really on? going on? Are they gonna are they gonna like Metal Gear to me? Am I gonna be playing Raiden at the end of this game? What's going <laughs> or three whatever it is? What, what what's gonna be going on here? <laughs> you just uh, thought you were you exactly. I'm having a great time with whatever this game is so oh, yeah. far. Oh, it's at the at the very core of this. It's a beautiful looking game. Yeah, that's a very high concept, just way mm. about that they're going it. Um, there's time involved with it where if rain hits you, wherever the rain hits, you become it comes old. What a horrible idea. Yeah. yeah. They call it time fall. Yep. Oh, and just just water drops on you and you age. Ugh. That's so mean. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, conveniently, that one girl that you meet at the very beginning, it's only from the neck down. Her face is still beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She said she got caught in the rain, but apparently she had a helmet on and nothing else. <laughs> Literally nothing else. She's like, from my neck to my toes is like this. She takes off a glove and it's all old. It's, it's, like, an old, oh. it's like an old lady hand. Well, it's, well, it's well convenient for you that your face is fine. <laughs> <laughs> but that being said, the acting is so far is really great. I think Norma Reedus is doing a great job. Agreed. Why was she naked wearing a helmet in the rain? Death stranded. Death stranded. <laughs> Mystery. She, she was stranded. <laughs> These are the questions we're looking for answers on. Uh, have, did you catch the little bit of like meta that they included? Uh, so you have oh like private gosh. rooms. So there's private rooms. And so you can like look at random stuff. But one of them is you can look at figures. So, but as you're like swinging the camera around, you'll catch uh, the main character, Sam Norman Reedus, uh, looking at the camera directly. Like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> yeah. And he looks at you and like calls you forward and points directly where figures. he wants you to look at. Yeah. It's your classic Kojima, just kind of having fun breaking the fourth wall yeah. he throws in little easter eggs about metal gear oh already. yeah uh different lines people are saying he's like the master of like being totally serious like talking about social commentary and likes and then connecting america and how we're divided and like drone syndrome and drone syndrome and relying on on uh robots and stuff and then the other hand it's like drink this monster energy drink and get uh, yeah <laughs> i don't i don't know how i feel about the intense product placement that is this video there's game. an actual monster energy drink multiple of them that you drink with the like if you look close enough you'll see the ingredients on the back it's so <laughs> it's i was so very well weirded out by that like i was like are you is this for real that, that i wonder and then i i, I always whenever anything like that product was i wonder how much they paid to have that happen because this so clear there is no like mistaking anything and i agree i think yeah. if you could mm -hmm. zoom in the ingredients list is there and it's not just that you also get a boost out of it you yeah. get a 10 percent more stamina yeah. from drinking it so you actually want to drink it yeah before you go back out and, and part of that i think is just kojima maybe like you know he's, he's new he's an indie company now mm -hmm. yeah. maybe he gets a deal and they're oh, like yeah. well work us into your thing and instead of like trying to find some like lame way to like show somebody in the background drinking it he's like all right whatever front and center <laughs> and not just front and center it's also in your flask as well that you yeah. can drink your flask all automatically filters all of your water for you including timefall and turns it into monster yeah wow. like so what was funny is i heard it was called monster energy before i i found the actual cans mm -hmm. and i was like "Ooh, what does that mean is is, is it's like a it's like a is that an acronym you know like i'm like most omnimissions yeah Ooh, what does yeah. monster energy sta really stand for in the kojima verse it was just monster energy <laughs> the thing i can get at my local gas station yep. which i probably will get because the more i drink them the more i'm like I could probably use some taurine in my system. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking forward to where this goes. Um, I was telling Troy before, I was like, really? I'm, not that I don't care about his games. I, I've, I've 
completely respect all the metal gears and and everything that's come before this but i just want to be part of like the zeitgeist of like i don't know what the hell's going on i have to play it this weekend so i'm not like you know not that i'm not spoiled but that way i'm like in it with everybody else i'm also trying to figure out what the hell is going on the same time (laughs) as everybody else you get like the true experience exactly so that's that's the main reason why i'm playing this game only downside i think it might get boring Uh, yeah, uh, I've, was, I've already made a couple trips back and forth. I'm like, this is fun for now. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I was playing it last night and it was like one in the morning and I'm still playing it. And then like I started catching myself like mm-hmm. slightly starting to <laughs> nod off. And I was like, oh, yeah, because I'm just walking like yeah. there's nothing really going on right, right now. So I just I put it down and I, yeah. I, I started up Destiny. <laughs> so I was like, this at least will keep me up. <laughs> I was so sad. I just wanted them to keep walking around. Like, just go, go pick up more stuff. Yeah. Go, I just want to watch you fall. Pick up more stuff. Yeah. Which he didn't do. Like I, like, I wasn't even in the room the one time he did fall. I was like, I just want to see what that looks like. Oh, I don't know brutal. It's so yeah. embarrassing. It I is. watched the game mess him up. <laughs> like, the game, like, glitched out or it had some sort of problem and it, like, it without a, doing anything, it made him fall. It was a tiny rock that I'm oh. just supposed to just, you know, get, you know, climb over or whatever. And I was like, no, you bumped into that and all your stuff is now damaged. She's like, that oh, was a rock. I felt so that's bad. Not a, that's not a boulder. That's a rock. You know, it's fine. There's like it's millions fine. of these rocks. This one's just not good. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Take the good with the bad. <laughs> so, so yeah, that was our game. I'm sure we'll talk about it more next week. Uh, yeah. Just, just nice early impressions are, are positive for me. Yeah, me too. Very much so. So, all right. Well, uh, good games this week, guys. Good games. And now let's go into our uh, our news segment. News, 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 news. News. So let's start with some Kojima news. Oh. He surprisingly wants to make movies after this game, which is surprising to me because he's been making movies this entire time <laughs> I, I feel yeah, like, exactly i feel like he needs to make a mini series because i can see him making movies 100 mm-hmm. percent, but i don't see him making a movie that's only two to three hours long yeah <laughs> and we're being gracious by saying two to three hours oh long. yeah <laughs> oh yeah oh there's been at the end of some of his games you've had to sit there for what two hours for some of the the cuts or uh-huh. not even cutscenes. the end scene it's uh-huh. two hours long which uh-huh is you know longer than a lot of movies uh-huh. <laughs> and if that if that was a movie not a great movie yeah <laughs> i mean game wise it's fine yeah but like yeah uh good luck yeah i'm for it he's made good friends with guillermo oh yeah i'll, I'll watch it he's good friends with Kiefer sutherland mm-hmm. and norman reedus i mean Mads i would Milkinson. love to see those three in a, in a in a movie oh yeah so do you think scorsese would agree that his film is a film <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Off topic. <laughs> Scorsese, he's like, I'm only now barely acknowledging Marvel films. Don't get me started on a video game. I can't. I can't handle that. Can't do it, man. Nicole's like, f off. <laughs> get off my lawn, kids. <laughs> and then uh, speaking of Japan and stuff, uh, Japan actually aired its longest commercial ever on Japanese television. It was seven minutes long. <laughs> And wow. surprisingly, or not surprisingly, it was for Final Fantasy VII, the remake. Oh, one minute for every Final Fantasy. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> but then if you wanted to watch the longer version of it, you can catch it online. And it is 12 minutes long. <laughs> oh, That's uh, like the length of a Cartoon Network cartoon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, have they, have they uh, subbed it? They have not subbed it yet. However, okay. people who have... Um, spoken who speaks Japanese or I'm, I'm sure I've, people have said you can actually get the general gist of it just by watching it um, have said that it's actually really good and I'm 
doesn't surprise me at all because they've already done an entire Final Fantasy 14 like TV series. Oh, yeah. So this, yeah, um, it, it, this it doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, uh, and then we got some uh, some Anthem news right there, Amanda. We do. Anthem finally came out with some new skins. And, oh wow! Uh... Thanks, Anthem. <laughs> totally <laughs> timely on that one. Wow. When are they going to come out with the game? <laughs> the full game. Uh, and it's very exciting <laughs> because okay. they're N7 Mass Effect skins. So I mean, if you were going to wait for skins, why not wait for the best skins? That's that right. is exciting. It was for N7 Day, which is November seventh. Yes. Ah. yes. <laughs> it's a great day. You you can be a Krogan if you're that big tank guy, which is very funny. <laughs> that is pretty great. <laughs> um, and that ties a little bit into kind of some Mass Effect news. This is just a rumor. That's not an announcement. But some of the creators of Mass Effect posted some uh, new concept art on N7 Day. And the internet is all a Twitter uh, with uh, whisperings <laughs> of another Mass Effect, which is funny. No one liked Andromeda, but you still throw out Mass Effect and everyone's like, you you got Mass Effect? You got you got like, you got some Mass Effect? Can I, can I, can I get in? Can I can I can I romance you, bro? Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey. It, which is kind of sad to me because I I feel like Andromeda, not that it wasn't a terrible game, but I think it could have been a much better game if they still just worked on it a little bit longer, like they are trying to do with Anthem. I think if they had put their kind of resources from, I mean, I get why they did it because they wanted to put out Anthem because yeah, they thought it was going to yeah. save them, but. I feel like if they just put a little, as much time and resources into and sever into Andromeda as they did Anthem, I think it could have been much better. Yeah, it just felt it was it was very sad because yes. I really enjoyed playing it, but I was mm-hmm. bored. Yeah, so it was just like if you had just gone that extra few months, I think I agree with you. It would yeah. have been brilliant. Agreed, very much so. So yeah, hopefully. You know, I, I do like my N7. I do like my, my Mass Effect. So any any news is good news for me, even if it follows a terrible game. <laughs> <laughs> even if it's bad, I'm going to buy it. I'm still going to buy it. You got my money. <laughs> and then uh, uh, back to Nintendo news, we got some Terry from, from what is it? Uh, Fatal Fury yeah. has been SNK. released. Fighters, SNK, SNK. Mm-hmm. has been released He's to great. Smash. Is he just a... Ken and Ryu clone. Not direct, no. He's slower and more powerful. Because that's pretty much what he is in the actual Fatal yes, Fury games. Right. <laughs> yeah. Not exactly, but he's, okay, he's, okay. he's much slower, and yeah. he has yeah. no recovery whatsoever. Really? Like, I knocked myself off the board many a time, because I, I there was like, up B is a waste yeah. of time. <laughs> Double tap to the B. No, it's total waste. Do not get knocked off the board. It looks like it's it's over. It's lights out. Any cool costumes? Uh no, <laughs> I didn't change. I, I, you know what? Actually, no. I think I think I only changed it twice, and I just okay. left it in red with the Fatal Fury. And the, the, the Terry Kirby is very cute, though. Oh yeah. Oh, that sounds. Oh, I haven't cute. done that yet. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cute. Uh, but not only was he released to the world, uh, fifty songs from right. SNK have wow. been released, which is you know crazy because Final Fantasy still only has two. Yeah. yeah. But uh, <laughs> take that cloud. Yeah. But it's really funny because I think what happened was uh, Sakurai, uh, you know, submitted songs that he would like from SNK because he had submitted all these songs and he was expecting to get like 10 back. And he, they were like, the reply was just yes. Like <laughs> all of them. Yeah. Was, yes. <laughs> you want them? You can have them. Yeah, you can have them. Oh, yeah. Like, okay. why are they going to say no to like one of the most popular games of all time? Yeah, exactly. And, like <laughs> the creator of that asks you for a, a few titles. You're mm-hmm. like, sure. Yeah. Oh, 50 songs. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> uh, and then uh, also his new map. Uh, has a whole bunch of SNK cameos. That's fantastic. So, okay. So they modeled a whole bunch of characters for it, um, which brings me to uh, they did not, however, do uh, Mai, 
uh, my Shinrayu or Shinrayu, whatever it is, uh, because, uh, and I quote, the smash is for good boys and girls of many different ages. Oh. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, if you have never you, seen Mai, um, she like. she's basically oh. wearing like a oh, kimono, but it's yeah. very, very thin revealing. In the chest area. <laughs> yep, There's I've seen that cosplay. Yes. Yeah, she had her idol animation is just her boobs jiggling back and forth. It's great with the, a fan. The early '90s were a time. <laughs> they were, uh, but people are like, yeah, but you, you realize you have Bayonetta in your game, right? <laughs> It's a little hypocritical. It's a, it's a little. She's technically clothed for most of that of yes. her animations, but you know, then you're like looking over at her. She's doing splits and just like you know, but that that's on you. Yeah. That's on you. <laughs> you know what? And and on boobs jiggling is also on you. I, I just take it as he's a boobs man because asses <laughs> don't phase him. Uh-huh. He's got you know, he's got zero suit Samus. He's got Bayonetta. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But then he's like, oh boobs, now you can't have that in there. I, that's that's way too, too sexual. Too much. Too much. <laughs> It's a different kind of jiggle. People don't complain as much about that. Yeah, kind and of. I feel like Bayonetta is is a more empowering sexual uh, character versus oh, yeah. May seems a little more no one uh, puts objectified. In a yeah, yeah. <laughs> May might be more objectified because of the time period she was made in, and yeah. at the same time, she's still a badass in that game. Yeah, she is. Hey. You have a shirtless Shulk in that with tiny, with tiny yeah. like boy shorts on, uh-huh. and then you also have King DDD who is thick. Like, come on! <laughs> I, don't, I don't know I mean, if they're overly wrong. sexualizing a penguin, but <laughs> now I don't that know I, about that, I'm you not know what? You opened my eyes. King did the day, yeah, did the damn. So, so yeah, I thought that was a little, little weird, but I get it. I mean, personally, I get it, but like, come on. And then we got some Pokemon Go news, Manda. Yes, we do have Pokemon Go news that uh, they announced that the Team Rocket bosses debuted this week. So you should be able to, I think they said that they appeared in London. So I don't know if they're like here, here physically in our area yet, but you should be able to fight Team Rocket bosses. I don't play Pokemon Go. It's not exactly how that works. Okay. But yes, it's as close. Ultimately, a a new thing opened up and uh, if you fight uh, Shadow Stops, the Team Rocket grunts are at, they drop mysterious components. If you fight six of them, essentially the idea is that you would get six mysterious components and it will create a... Pokemon rocket radar so that you can find the hideout Ooh. of a, a gym leader for Team Rocket. Um, it looks like what ha- like I did it today, actually, about an hour before we came here. Um, <laughs> and I'm super, super happy about how it all worked out. However, I have nothing but curse words to say about the garbage that it dropped me after <laughs> I <laughs> I played uh, gym leader Sierra. And she fights with like a, I don't remember, like an Alakazam, a Sneasel, and something else. But they're all shadow types, so they're like mm-hmm. way harder to fight. Mm-hmm. And I don't ever lose any of these battles usually because they're all it's all pretty easy to it's not hard. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that that it's really it was she was difficult and she won twice. Oh and like I was really angry. <laughs> <laughs> and then all it gave me was a max potion and a max revive, and I was like, damn oh. you game, I don't need that stardust and I don't need this garbage. What is this? But it was pretty cool. When the radar happens, that the map turns a totally different color, oh. puts a little R on the screen, so you gotta go to wherever <laughs> the R is. Oh, and that's, that's cool. It's on a Pokestop. So yeah, yeah, essentially yeah. it's it's I think it's just on whatever Pokestop's closer to you. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you for sure because I've only done it once, but yeah. super exciting. It's very fun. And this whole Shadow Stop thing is actually really fun. The grunts in the game are really great. So Nice. Hooray. It nice. also unlocked, I think, shiny Meowths as well. Ooh. Yeah, shiny Meowths, and then now yeah. Shadow Pokemon can be shiny. Yes. So, so. Yeah. So cool, cool, cool. Uh, and then uh, let's see here. China has placed some playing time and spending restrictions on anyone under the age of 18. 
so children. Uh, so it means that you can only play 90 minutes on weekdays and three hours on the weekends. Wow. Um, and not in between uh, uh, 10 and 8 a.m. Or sorry, 10 p.m. and 8 a.m. every single day. These are all games? All games. You cannot play, including mobile, including... How are they going to enforce that? Well, I guess the way China does. Or the way China is, the way that they have it is, uh, so in order to even uh, connect to the internet, you need a, an ID right. and your phone number. Right. So... They know through that whether you are. Whoa. There's going to be some back alley speakeasy oh, yeah. arcades. <laughs> yeah. There's going to oh, be some really. Oh, yeah. They have really, internet gaming. Yeah. There's going like to be some cat, really good movies gaming, yeah. that are made out of this. But oh, absolutely. I, I feel very bad for those kids. And, and I who get can't it. Play the games. Like, I do get it. However, I don't think that is. Me personally, I don't feel like that's the government's place in order to do it. I think that's Not a parent's dog. place. But, you know, that's me. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, agree with you. That's, oh, that's a lot. Yeah. So, and then also the spending restrictions, you can either, you can only spend between 28 and $57 a month, uh, depending on your age. So the more age, you know, the higher age you are, the more money you can spend. So that's, for me, it's still spending $30 on a, on a mobile game is also crazy to me. <laughs> but, you know. do that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. That, that just went into effect on Tuesday. The fun police. Yeah. And uh, for you. Uh, mobile makers have already been implementing it before this because they were in anticipation of it because knew, they knew it was coming. That's crazy because that puts you in a different like league mm-hmm. because if you were just allowing people to access your products, that would that's one thing. But like storing their identifying information so they could use their products. I like imagine giving someone your SSN to play a video game. Like that's a whole different like I, ballpark I th- of like, I don't want that. Don't give me that. <laughs> I think uh, just your user ID is just uh, designates you whether you are a certain age. I don't know if it right. tells, I don't know if they're telling, because you have your own, it's kind of like, you know, Apple has their Apple ID. Right. So your Apple ID is just flagged like you're 17. So you can only play this amount of time. And you can only spend this amount of money. It just seems like if I'm 20, I'm going to give my younger sister my code and have her game on my account uh, as you long could. as she wants. And then you could get also get arrested if they find out. Uh, we're twins, but, <laughs> a di- but a different age. Yeah. It's weird. Don't worry about it. Don't think about it. <laughs> and then uh, last bit of uh, quick uh, PlayStation news, Troy, right? Uh, that is right. So uh shuei our good friend shuei yoshida uh the president of the sony computer entertainment worldwide studios has stepped down um he's been there since 2008 uh and taking his place will be herman holst who was the co-founder of guerrilla games known for making horizon zero dawn so herman holst is the (laughs) yeah the head (laughs) of the the president of sce worldwide studios that is huge yeah i mean gorilla games uh has made a lot of great sony content it's especially on the on the western front um so like that's a good place to go and luckily this is kind of a positive story he's not the president anymore because he wanted i mean as far as we know (laughs) yeah (laughs) he wanted to step down to start a new new initiative nurturing independent developers oh that's nice he wants to bring his skills his name to indie people to get them into the limelight. And I can't think of a bigger name than Shuei to do that. Yeah. Um, and that's amazing. And I totally get that. If you've been doing this job for 11 years, maybe you want to get back in touch with your roots. Yeah. <laughs> they've had a lot you of know? turnover at that company too. Um, they've, they've been kind of like doing the thing they do every few years, which is like, hey, out with the old and with the new. Yeah. Kind of like, mm-hmm. like we love what you've done, but it's time for the new generation. So, so the idea of like gracefully stepping down to be like, no, I'm going to try, I'm going to move into a new chapter of my and life. It's, it's so beautiful. sweet to have a new person take an old position and an older person take a new position yeah. with new artists and new new developers. I think that's 
beautiful. If it's all as yeah. great as it seems on the front, then awesome. Yeah. Let's live in that world. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> Everything's on the up and up. <laughs> Everything Death Stranding's telling us is right. <laughs> so, uh, all right. And that'll do it for our news segment. Uh, you know, Joe, uh, yesterday after rehearsal, Mandy and I were craving some tacos. So, we went to go get some tacos at a place that, like, I don't know, makes chimes or something. I can't, can't remember it. But... Uh, we got there, and right in the drive-thru window, it said, sorry, closed early. What? People were driving away. I, I, I thought it might have been what was happening, but we got there, and there was the sign just printed on it. We were like, man, we really wanted tacos, but we can't get tacos. So now we needed something else, but but we couldn't think. Actually, I can't think of what we had right now in the moment. What was it? It was something. We had to drive around trying to find something that was like a taco, but but not a taco. It's on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, it was something Ta-ta. zestful. Something that tantalizes the taste buds. Yeah, it's kind of like a tantalizing yeah. taco, it but we, it's tangy. not what we got. But we got it. I can't remember exactly what it was. It was so zesty. What is it? It was... Was it was it like bottom shelf or was it like top shelf? No, it was, it was pretty top shelf. It okay. was top shelf. Top, okay. Like it, it tingles oh, your it, taste buds. I think you had it, Joe. Could it, could it have been... Tasty. It was tasty. Ooh. That's it was very tasty. But what was it? It wasn't a taco. Oh, I remember. What was it? It was a tasty topic. Good memory. Nice. It was that. I'm Thank sorry you. it took that long for us to remember Gosh, it. Gosh, you'd think I'd remember it. Yeah, it was, Wait, so it was just good. so disappointed we didn't get tacos. I was about to say the devastation of no tacos. <laughs> I completely understand that. It was really devastating. <laughs> taco wind chimes was not open. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and uh, this week you have our topic, right, Manda? I do. I thought it would be fun since we talked so much about uh, Kojima today that we would talk about other complicated video game lore. Is when you're playing a video game, it's so easy to get engrossed in the world that when you step out of that video game to talk to people who were not in that world with you, that you sound insane. And I thought (laughs) it would be fun for all of us to go around the table and in two minutes try to discuss... Our favorite complicated video game lore. So right. you straight up want us to dip into the insanity. Yes, dip, dip deep into the so madness. We're all going to have two minutes to just blah, 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 as blah, blah, much blah, as blah. you can in two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on your topic, I'm sure you probably could go like two and a half minutes or so. And, but, and do we want this to try and make sense to each other or? Like, I don't even know if you need to have it make sense. Just like, spit it out. How many pronouns should I use? <laughs> None. Oh, oh, gosh. No pronouns. You know what? Challenge accepted, Brian. I will do the best. Oh, I'm using I all can. of them. Oh, man. That, so- that sounds like Troy volunteered to go first. Oh, no. No, no, no. no, no. I'm so afraid of this. Holy crap. And I think, Joe, you're going to be uh, timing us, correct? Okay. That is correct. Okay, okay. So I'm going to take a breath. I'm going to say the franchise and then start the timer. Okay, we yeah, can do that. Yeah. Okay. You, you can get that extra three seconds of your, of <laughs> your franchise. At least say the title of yes. what it is. Okay. Okay. I'm so nervous. <laughs> okay. Here we go. This is dumb. This is a dumb thing. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Metal Gear Solid. In the late 20th century, uh, there was a soldier who had to go infiltrate a base, a terrorist base, that was creating a new super weapon that was going to nuke weapons or nuclear bombs from anywhere in the world called Metal Gear. Now, he just got that from, from uh, uh, people uh, that, he was in, that was in charge of him, uh, his 
general, big boss. He went in, did it, and then found out the person who did it was his actual uh, 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 commander, who was actually the villain. Whoa! <laughs> uh, fast forward way later, he then finds out he's a clone um, of, of this guy uh, who was this uh, his general, who was like the greatest soldier that ever lived. And so he's like, oh, who am I? And he has a twin who also is like a clone. And he's like, I'm evil. He's like, I'm not evil. And they fought each other, and then they destroyed his another Metal Gear. And then we find out later that uh, uh, actually uh, his father... Uh, his clone actually came from the 60s. It was actually someone who was involved with someone named the boss, who was like the true heir of the entire uh, 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 manifest of what it means to be a real soldier and was actually a real patriot. She actually uh, laid on the sword and took the blame for all of, of America when they did something wrong going down to the patriot. Fast forward to that, you find out that a, 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 a big boss, which is a, a Snake's father, the person from the beginning who infiltrated the base, is actually uh, not just a clone, but is still operating in this world. He actually has a clone of himself made, not just a clone, but someone else. Else who he makes look like him so it's not a clone but it looks like him and that person is actually the real person who sends the original snake out onto the base to begin with in the first metal gear that you thought that snake actually killed as the villain you thought he was a villain he wasn't the villain it was big boss's uh look-alike who was the villain and not actually big boss because the big boss's uh, uh look-alike actually went evil and it turns out the person you thought was evil wasn't actually evil big boss is actually a really good soldier and really thoughtful and really cared for his two clone sons and then on top of that you have to remember that the the mother that actually had them incubated inside of him, she's known as Big Mama, she actually uh, took the clones and actually gave birth. So she gave birth to two of them. So he's kind of not just a clone. He also has like a real mom. And you know all this because the Philosopher's Stone, who was originally like the trust fund that was actually part of the Philosopher's Stone. What? <laughs> <laughs> no. That's it? God damn it. <laughs> How did Harry Potter sneak in there? I don't know. I was wondering that. So oh, I was like, what? What, did, what did you mean to say? It's the Philosopher's like code it's 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 the money it's what it's the motivation for everything in Mo- in metal gear okay it's not even the stone i don't even know what it's called <laughs> i like where it ended it's philosopher's stone <laughs> oh man that is so hard <laughs> nice nicely done there troy did i even say solid snake you uh you did say snake okay close enough yeah i figured there were a lot of bosses i said his name so much. i i do love uh kind of go off track i do love how kojima everything is so literal like big boss big, big mama, mama. <laughs> you have dead man in uh, yeah. death stranding die hard man die hard man it's yeah. hard for him to die yeah there was a villain called fat man he was just fat yeah <laughs> <laughs> metal gear that's a metal and has gears <laughs> i just love how literal literally every single thing in his in his games are <laughs> Oh, I love this gobbledygook we are doing. Oh yeah, it's pretty great. Uh, Amanda, would you like to go next? Yes, I'm gonna. I'm gonna try. Okay. I didn't expect this to be so stressful, and now I'm done. I'm sitting here. Two minutes is longer than I thought. Yes, it is. It is. It is. It is. All right. So ready? Uh, go ahead and say your. I'm gonna talk about Dragon Age Inquisition. Go. Okay, so it starts out, and the mages and the Templars are at war. They're at war uh, because of a really complex human rights issue uh, where uh, the mages, despite the fact that um, they have control of themselves most of the time, they're, um, they can kind of be possessed by demons. So the mages think that they should be free to police themselves, but the Templars think that they should police the mages for the safety of everyone. And because they have this disagreement, and they've had it for a really long time, this mage that lived in Kirkwall, which is like a port city, um, blew up a church uh 
because he was possessed by a good demon at the time. Uh, <laughs> right, and after the church blew up, there started a, a civil war between the mages and the Templars. And the game begins uh, with the two of them uh, getting together uh, to discuss a ceasefire. But during their ceasefire discussions, the, the temple blows up. Uh, and then you're blamed for it. So the game starts with you being blamed for this explosion. But it wasn't really you. It was actually a Tevinter mage uh, <laughs> who... <laughs> <laughs> a a, a, a mage, which is a different country, uh, who was uh, born hundreds of years ago, and he entered the realm of the Fade, which is like their magic realm where spirits live, to try to usurp the gods. But when he got there, he was cursed, and he started this like plague of Darkspawn, which are like these zombie creatures that come from under the ground every few years. Uh, he is there because he wanted a magical artifact <laughs> that another old elven god had tried to get him to unlock but you don't really know this yet you just know that you tried to do something and that it didn't work and then the whole temple exploded and then you were there uh, and because you were there your hand started to glow and because your hand was glowing they're like this is your fault and you're like I was I just not I don't even know so uh, <laughs> yeah they tried to get to oh and when your hand started to glow there was a rift in the sky between your world and the fade which is like the spirit world uh so that like bad juju is coming through <laughs> like this green lightning stuff uh and that's just the and that's the, you that's just the start menu <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh oh video games are so dumb yeah yeah oh, they God, are i love it is it is it joe joe's gonna go next Ooh, oh, my brain this is just as hard to intake all of these just imagine if like people haven't played any of these games and they're trying to follow the triumphant mages or whatever it was. And... I thought about saying spoiler beforehand, but I don't think any of this makes no, sense. No, so, doesn't make sense. So it's just it's just fine. It's that's, just that's it's just topic. funny. Yeah, it's just funny. <laughs> All right. Okay, I will be giving the lore, which I, I don't think mine's going to even take two minutes. I feel like I might not. I think I might oh. be all right, actually. Whoa. If you don't take two minutes, we're going to ask questions. I, <laughs> I, I yeah, have more I, to say about Metal Gear, so no problem. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 will be, I don't know right if it's going to take that long because it, it, I'm going to do Tomb Raider, the reboots, the Crystal Ooh. Dynamics, uh, yeah. uh, Shadows of those. I'm going to do those ones. All right, so. cool. Hit me. Go. All right, so this is a chick named Lara Croft. She's an archaeologist. You find out when she was a child that her mother died when she was younger, and her father is also an archaeologist. Her father was uh, obsessed with immortality because her mother died at a younger age. So Lara gets pretty much uh, left alone by her dad for a very, very long time. She kind of goes on some expeditions with him. She finds that she doesn't really get along with other people, so she's kind of introverted. She becomes a book nerd. Uh, she decides to go to school. She's from a very, very rich family. They have a manor. They have a butler and everything. She decides, I'm not going to be part of that. I'm going to go do something else with my life. I'm going to go to university. I'm going to get a job. I'm going to do all these things myself. I'm going to learn to be an independent woman. And this this chick goes off and she learns to be a badass bitch. And <laughs> so since she, she gets hooked up with this dude who's making a TV show. And the TV show is uh, about this island named Yamata. She gets on the boat with this guy. She doesn't really want to be part of the expedition, really. She doesn't want to be part of the TV show. She wants to be part of an expedition. They get to the island. She's with all her friends. Her friend named Sam looks just like this ancient priestess who's a Japanese demon. And um, <laughs> she, it, however, uh, fake, uh, not fake, uh, spirituality and scary demon things are not real in this world as far as we are concerned so they get caught in the dragon's triangle not the devil's triangle they get caught in the dragon's <laughs> triangle horrible shipwreck happens they end up on this 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 empty island that's not empty at all they've got these people named the solari on it and a whole bunch of you know bad people all underneath this guy named matthias who is who is now we are going to skip a little bit to the second game matthias <laughs> is a part of this horrible pe bunch of people called trinity they actually killed lara's dad she oh. finds out she becomes a survivor she's a badass she saves her friend sam from being uh, 
Priestesized? Priestesized? Yeah, yeah, I don't even know what you would call that. But she winds up saving her friend Sam, but then another horrible thing happens when she tries to get off the island with her one friend that is still alive, and they wind up getting shipwrecked again, essentially, in the snow. You find out the Trinity is there. There's an immortal guy there who's also trying to help them, and she finds out immortality is real. This priestess thing is real. And then in the third game, she winds up getting off of the damn island, gets into Mexico, and becomes a god. Wow. Hats <laughs> Yeah, an off. actual literal god. Every single thing in the third wow. game is about her becoming God. You nice. nailed that in two minutes. <laughs> yeah. That, that was like one minute and 59.5 seconds. Yeah. That was perfect. That yes. was amazing because yeah. it was mostly the first game. It, and that's I was where like, all the lore is. I, saw, I was like, there's no way you have you have 20 seconds you're going to be able to do the next two and you did it, it, yeah. it lawlessly. Very <laughs> little happens in those other games that matters more than bad guy gets created and you find out their name. And Baba you Yaga. Find, yeah. Oh, you know what? Actually, I should. that's that's missing. I love the Baba Yaga yeah. part. I love the Baba Yaga. I, I did miss a very important part, yeah. actually. You know, but you know what? Baba Yaga was DLC. You know, that was kind of added afterwards. <laughs> that's true. That's okay. But that's not what I missed. I missed yeah. the betrayal. That's part of uh, that's, that's right. part of the second one. Uh, yeah. I did mention that they killed her dad. I didn't mention which one of them did it. Yeah. Don't worry. So. I missed two full games on mine. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've ruined nothing with that third game. I aside only, from the end. I only talked about the start menu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you did. You win. <laughs> you win. That was pretty good. All right. Gosh. <clears throat> so uh, I guess now it's my turn. It's going to come a shock to a bunch of you people. Because uh, I was decided, because, you know, I was doing Final Fantasies. I'm going through all the different ones. Yep. And all, a lot of them are very convoluted. Yes. I went with the one that I know best. Great. So I will be doing Final Fantasy VII. Ooh. Right, so Final Fantasy VII, um, you start off um, and you're like this badass dude. And you're just going through and you're like, yeah, I'm going to blow up this reactor. Whatever. Uh, but... <laughs> It's just what it is, what it is. But let's just fast forward all the way to the very beginning. So there's these people called the Ancients. And so so in the Ancients, what you have is they're just people that are living on the earth. It's cool. And then uh, uh, humans, are, which are the people that you're playing, are, are Ancients, but they're Ancients that have just left spirituality. So they just go off and they want to have fun and whatever. Okay. They don't care about spirituality. But the Ancients are still spiritual. So then 2,000 years before the game starts, uh, a calamity from the sky lands down on the northern crater, or what becomes a northern crater, and uh, the Ancients have to, have to ward it off and basically becomes Genova later on in the game. Uh, but so they ward him off and uh, there's not very many, many ancients left. So fast forward to the game uh, or actually 40 years before the game, uh, they discover <laughs> the life force, which they call Mako, uh, which is basically oil, but actually contains people's souls. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but they don't realize that. So they are mining this oil uh, for for power, for to make materia, to, to embedder their lives. But they don't realize that they are literally sucking the life force out of the planet. Oh. Uh, so. So they're using this. They create a um, a soldier. They they do a soldier uh, uh, a program where they're try- trying to create super soldiers. And so Sephiroth gets created, uh, and so he becomes their biggest baddest dude. And then he realizes that uh, he was created, uh, literally created, uh, because they injected him with Mako, and they tried to do all this other stuff with them. So he goes rogue. And then you are another person named Cloud in the actual <laughs> game, uh, and you are trying to uh, fight stuff. And you're trying to do other things, and then um, I also forgot there's weapons. The weapons <laughs> that uh, that the that the world that the world has made. Uh, there's six different weapons, and they're also helped fight off the calamity in the sky way back when. And they then they're here now, and you have to try to fight them off as well. I, I, that wasn't very good. <laughs> <accurate. laughs> I knew you were doomed when you said. 
well, let me take it back to the agents. Yeah, you have to go back to the agents. <laughs> I was like, you're not getting anywhere near. Oh, I know I'm not. <laughs> we, we asked for lore and we got lore. You got lore. If you wanted to play the game, you could just play the game. If you want the lore, though. <laughs> so if you guys want, I was while everybody was doing theirs, I was writing down the key points, the big things that were repeated or were said in a way that, you know. Uh-huh. So for Troy's, which was Medico oh. Solid. Fascinating. Uh, these are the things that were that stood out the most. Uh-huh. Clones, the boss, nukes, patriots, lookalikes, big mama, philosophers. Oh my gosh. Oh. Yeah. That's like a haiku that explains everything <laughs> in Metal Gear. Manda's is I'm gonna save Manda's for last. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> Brian's was badass dude, blow up reactor, ancients, two thousand years before calamity. Genova, Mako, soul oil, <laughs> life force from planet, super soldiers. Sephiroth goes rogue, cloud fight stuff, weapons. <laughs> I got it, I got it, I This got is it. my favorite thing we've done. <laughs> okay, and here is Manda's for Dragon Age Inquisition. Mages, war, free, Templars, demon possession, ceasefire, explosion, Tavinder mage, you get blamed, you god usurper, temple explosion, glowing hands, rift in the sky, bad juju. <laughs> You uh, you missed start menu. <laughs> I, I was already I was laughing too hard. Yeah. <laughs> this is my favorite thing. Feel free to play at home. Think of your own uh, convoluted game story and try to see if you can explain it in two minutes. In two minutes. <laughs> Make a video. Send it to us. Yeah. Oh, please, please, we, just tag us. We may have to revisit this game. I agree. One yeah. day. I mean, we got Tekken. We got Mortal Kombat. I got we Final have, Fantasy Ten. You have Final <laughs> Fantasies one through, through 15, ten, yeah. 16. <laughs> Tetris. Oh my god, 15. I, I don't understand how Tetris has a convoluted story, but I really want to know one day. Days. I got you. I am so happy about I this. I agree. We, we need to revisit this. I like, it. I like it. I can talk about the drow. You want to know about the drow? I can uh, tell you anyway, anything about any, the drow. Moving on, moving on, moving on. <clears throat> Man, I'm there with you with the drow. We can do this. <laughs> we got a song to sing. <laughs> we do. We do have a song to sing because that brings us to our final segment, which is the Dragon of the Week. <laughs> Doom, doom, doom. It's the dragon of the week you'll want to seek. It's the dragon of the week. It'll make you freak over the dragon of the week. Dragon of the week. Dragon of the week is our chance to uh, shine a little love on the industry professionals that make the games that we love to talk about. That's right. And uh, this week's Dragon of the Week is going to be my own Dragon of the Week. Uh, We've been doing Death Stranding and talking a lot about Kojima. So instead of doing the man himself, I was like, you know, who's somebody who's really important to him and and who he trusts? So I came up with Yoji Shinkawa, who is the art director at Kojima Productions. So he actually has been his art director since... His since the first like Metal Gear Solid, um, and uh, he was one of three, uh, one of two other names that are actually credited on uh, uh, besides Hodea, uh, besides Kojima on the actual game. Really? <laughs> like, you know, besides like, all the high end positions, there's only uh, one other dude, which is another producer, and then the art director, which is which is this guy. Yoji I'm Shinkawa. so excited that you are talking about him. He is instrumental in everything kojima has done oh yeah oh yeah uh it was actually great researching him too and it was 
tough finding some stuff though because a lot of periods are just not covered because I'm sure it's a lot of it's in Japanese that I just yeah. don't have access to. Yeah. Uh, so, but what I did find is that um, he graduated from Kyoto Psycho University. Have no idea what it was, uh, but he started working at Konami in 1994, and uh, he was initially a debugger for the PC version of Police Knots. Uh, and then he went on to be the art director for all the console ports of it. I don't know how he got from debugger to, <laughs> to head art director for the game, but he did at some point. And, um, and then he moves fast in the world because then he came, went on to work on as the art director for all of Kojima's uh, directed of Metal Gear Solid games. Hmm. So, um, and this included uh, the characters as well as the mechs in the game. Uh, so he did all of that stuff. And like, if you look at his resume, it's just all Metal Gears. Just just Metal Gears, Metal <laughs> Gears, awesome. Metal Gears, Metal Gears. Well, those games have a lot of art and a lot of content. They do. There's a lot of them. Oh, so yeah. Just yeah, like... there is. And um, and not only that, though, but uh, I guess Konami liked his mechs so much, they also had him design all the mechs for Zone of Enders. Oh, okay, cool. So he designed all just the mechs. There was somebody else who did all the characters, but he that did all the mechs. That man knows mechs. Oh, yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it also didn't hurt that, you know, Kojima was a producer slash creator of it. But, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> and then as a joke though when he initially created the mechs um he put the uh, the cockpit in the crotch region <laughs> just as sure. a joke and then i guess somebody was like yeah that's fine so it made it to the game if what? you look the the cod pieces that they have are the uh. actual cod uh, cockpits <laughs> literally the cockpits of uh, of where all the pilots are um and so I thought that was just hilarious. Uh, <laughs> um, he was also uh, the designer of Raiden in the Metal Gear games. And okay. so uh, I didn't but, even talk about Raiden. No, you Gosh, didn't. I know. So much. <laughs> uh, but he uh, he purposely designed him to be unisexual. So wow. he had basically no gender uh, or, you know, from what you can discern from his face. And um, he did that in order to appeal to both the males and female gamers of the world. Cool. And so um, that way it wouldn't be an obstacle to how you liked him, whether, you know, you know, this guy's way too pretty. He's got to be a bad guy or a good guy, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, another character he created in the in the same game was Rose. And Rose is also kind of stands out because she's an average looking person. Right. She's not like overly beautiful or overly ugly. She's just an average ordinary person. And he said that was actually one of the most uh, difficult people to create because <laughs> it's just ordinary. And everyone's so used to just making models and oh, yeah. exactly. six abs and you know, whatnot. So. Yeah. Her description was uh, a very intelligent, ordinary woman. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I have nothing to work with here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, he, he created that too. So I, I pointed those two up because those are two very... I think unique looks in games uh, yeah. because you have one who just doesn't really look like a male or a female and then another one who's just ordinary. Right. I was about to be like, I was like, I'm sure he knows some intelligent female friends. And I was like, oh, but how do you go to your friend and be like, hey, uh, can I use you for a game? You're like, yeah, sure. What are you looking for? Looking for someone ordinary. Like average. <laughs> you know, it doesn't stand out at all. You know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> in a good way. In a good way. Oh, absolutely. Um, his drawing process has also changed throughout the years. Uh, so like for the original Metal Gear Solid, um, he used a brush pen because there's not, nothing's very detailed in that world. Mm -hmm. So all of his concept art and everything was just with the brush pen because whatever it's just they're just blobs on the screen anyways um and then but then when for the ps2 though he actually had to start drawing facial features so he actually had to go in with like uh with pens and 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 different things in order to do it and he really hated it he was like <laughs> I, I like i learned from a brush pen and mm -hmm. i just don't like having to go in there and do putting in wrinkles and right. putting in <laughs> facial expressions like eh uh but 
you know, another way that he's pretty unique in his approach is that instead of scanning original art into a computer and working on it that way, he creates a photocopy of it and then puts and then scans the photocopy in hmm. in order to make it so that it has uh, some rough texture. Oh, it that's gives cool. it some some character versus just being clean art. Hmm. It actually has some yeah, some some nice. just awesomeness to it. Yeah, some pizzazz uh, that makes it look just a little rougher. And um, he also sometimes draws really small and then blows it up with the with the photocopier in order to give it also another unique look that's that looks you know looks normal. But then you're like, there's something off about that. Right. I don't know what it is. It's just not perfect. Whatever it is. Yeah. That's cool. And so yeah, I, I was like, ah, that's that's a really interesting way to do art. <laughs> <laughs> and his art influences are like Amano and uh, and like uh, Frank Miller. And, and and those types of people, which it completely explains his brush pen because that's how Amano completely you're, works. You're gonna have to forgive me. What games have they? Uh, Amano in? is the one who has done uh, Final Fantasies. Okay, okay. So he's done all the watercolor art. Oh that you yes, see. I am familiar yeah, yeah, with those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> watercolor Final Fantasy. You know exactly <laughs> who he is. And then Frank Miller, he is a uh, is an American artist uh, who's done. Uh, He's done Dark Knight. Dark Knight. There we go. The yeah. Yeah. Dark Knight Returns. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Three hundred. Yes. Oh, yes. 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 Yeah, and then also uh, Mobius as well. But he's a French author. He's a French uh, artist. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, he he creates. He cites those people as his actual like influences, mm-hmm. and completely shows through in his art. If you look at oh, any yeah. of those art of Metal Gears or anything like that, it's like, oh no, that that completely shows through. <laughs> um, and then uh, you might be thinking to yourself, man, he. The way he does everything is kind of all over the place. He like scans stuff in. He he draws some small sometimes and enlarges it. Um, and the reason is very intentional. He doesn't ever want to um, like do the same thing every single time because then that's the only thing he's ever going to be able to do. He's constantly mm-hmm. changing and evolving in order to make it so that he can he can think of something else. He can draw however he wants, and people will get it. Nice. So, yeah, he's worked on many games. Again, like I said, mostly Metal Gear Solids. Uh, but this year, uh, he even co- uh, he collaborated with Square Enix for their game Left Alive as a character designer. Um, it didn't do very well, but hey, the characters looked awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he did his job. He did. And if you look at the, uh, the cover art for it, it actually looks like it's a Metal Gear game. <laughs> even though it's a front mission game, it looks very Metal Gear. And it's like... I wonder why that... Oh, wait, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, you might have heard another game, uh, Death Stranding. Uh, that, that, we, we've talked about it once or twice on this maybe. podcast. I, uh, maybe, I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, that would be... Oh, my God. Uh, that would be Yoji Shinkawa. Yeah, it's cool to, to, to realize that even though Hideo Kojima is a big name, that it's not just him that yeah. has made this legacy in these franchises. It is a very talented team, which he's very proud of. Like he, Oh, yeah. He's not there being like, no, it's all me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but it's great to know that they've been with him just as long and deserve just as much spotlight. Oh, yeah. He's been working with Kojima since, you know, like I said, 19... Yeah. Actually, I think 98 is when the uh, the console releases yeah. were for Police Knots. But yeah. You don't get Kojima without him. No. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> Kojima's like, I had this dream. And he's like, here we go. <laughs> oh, yeah. I yeah. got you. Yeah, when Let me they, make when, this real. Yeah, when he announced the independent studio move, um, there was only two other names brought up. It was that one producer guy and this guy. That was where the two awesome. big names that he was like these people are coming over the rest of my staff is as well but these are the big names that are coming over with me awesome so yeah so that's our this week's dragon of the week yoji shinkawa well done well done and well deserved that guy is yes been putting in the work talented (laughs) very talented so uh that brings us to the end of this week's episode 
Uh, as always, we record live upstairs inside of Tate's Comics, powered by our friends at 3000 Brigade. Ha-cha-cha-cha. You can find us online. That's right. Check us out at Taste of Dragons on Twitter and Instagram for continuing conversation and celebratory times of games throughout the week. That's right. And then uh, we also, we had, uh, what was it, this week's um, uh, in history and games. This week, uh, yeah, yep, this uh, week in gaming history. There we go. Um, goes uh, towards Dragon Age Origins. Funny that you talked about it. Came out November 3rd, 2009. Definitely changed the game. Oh, yeah. And the genre uh, of uh, of RPGs of that type, and it launched, uh, you know, a pretty okay franchise, I'd say. What do you think, Mandy? It uh, it's it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you so. should check it out sometime. So happy yeah. tenth anniversary, uh, Dragon Age Origins. Yeah, very much, very much well. Uh, I don't know why I said very much well, but I did <laughs> very much well. Is what we're doing. I enunciate well. Uh, and, and don't forget to check us out at Anime Hawaii, which is next Saturday yeah. on the November fifteenth. That's right. That is this Saturday. This coming Saturday. Up. Oh yeah, yes. I think it's yeah. That's this Saturday. This coming Saturday, up. So the fifteenth to the seventeenth, we'll yeah. be there. We are looking to be there in Dragons, handing out loot for some special people. Come check us Ooh. out. Yeah, and if you want to see what we look like as dragons, check out our Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> We're the, just the most adorable dragons you've ever seen. That's true. If <laughs> you've never seen any other dragon, you're good. <laughs> I would freak out if I saw a real dragon. I wouldn't. You oh, Come on. I'd get eaten. It's, it oh, depends. Come on. It depends. the dragon? Yeah. Huge. A dragon. Classic oh, dragon hoarding okay. smog type. Then yes. But yeah. if we're talking about like Darby oh. the dragon, I'm fine. Oh, no, no, no. Well, I don't know. I'd still be afraid. <laughs> I don't know. What if it's Mushu? Oh, uh, well, I'm, I'm definitely. He's going to murder me. <laughs> Mushu's going to murder me somehow accidentally. He's going to make you it's trip. It's not going to be an accident. After all these Mushu hitting podcasts, it's not an accident. Uh, him, He's Matt, coming for you. Him, Matt Smith. And, <laughs> Jenny, gonna, and Jenny McCarthy. And Jenny McCarthy. They're going to be working together to take me out. And I can't blame them. So there's that. I would I would deserve it. I would, they'd be coming down like, no, you're right. I got this. Yeah, just go for it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that brings us uh, to the end. So and once again, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. I'm Amanda. And I'm Joe. Have a great and week. We uh, <laughs> 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 and we are. And we are. The Taste of, of Dragons. Dragons. I nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> nailed it. Have a great week.